Hey guys, you're listening to Season 1, Episode 1 of Backstage with Nearly York, our brand new podcast series. I'm your host and frontman of the band, Lucas Gino. For each episode of this podcast, the guys and I are going to be going into detail about our music, the stories behind each song, lyrical interpretation, the evolution of our live performances, and more. This season, we will be focusing on our debut 11-song album, Time Alone, which we released on June 1st, 2018. Every song is going to have its own dedicated episode, so you can learn more about your favorites and hopefully find something you really like about some of our lesser-known songs as well. If you like what we're doing here with this podcast, please let us know by subscribing to it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever podcasting platform you enjoy using. Also, we would love to hear from you, whether you reach out with a message, email, podcast rating, or something else. This podcast is one of the many things we are trying to do in 2019 to make connections with people through music. That's the whole reason we wanted to be musicians in the first place, and speaking with and learning about you makes all that we do feel worthwhile. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's get started. What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, December 28th, 2018. Brad just got his wisdom teeth out this morning. Chris is a bit under the weather, and John is away, which means I'm doing this pilot episode by myself because I really want to get this done and figure out how to actually set up a podcast before the new year so we can get the ball rolling with 2019 right away. So thank you again for tuning in. Uh... This first episode, we're going to be talking about the song Anchor Me Down. I figured we'd just start at the top of the album and work our way down chronologically. So uh, I think it's also fitting since Anchor Me Down was the first song we all wrote together as a band anyway. So without further ado, episode one, Anchor Me Down. I don't want to know where I will float to without you to anchor me down. I'm going to go ahead and start with a disclaimer that my adult ADHD makes me bounce all over the place with topics, and I'm sure there's going to be a ton of editing in this podcast that you will not luckily have to subject yourself to, uh, but I'm going to do my best to stay on topic and start with the writing process. Anchor Me Down started out like a lot of our songs do, which is I'll be sitting at home working on new material and I'll come up with a hook or a chord progression that I really like and I'll make a little demo and send it out to the guys. And uh, actually before I even met Chris and John, this is how I've always written with Brad is I'll just, I spurt out writing material and send it to Brad and Brad has this like producer mentality. Uh, and he'll listen to them all, and, and nine times out of ten, he'll come back to me with, it's okay, but, you know, I'll be really excited about it, and Brad helps bring me down to earth and tell me which ideas are ones we should actually move forward with and which ones are just me being Lucas. But, uh, yeah, I was looking at Splice.com, which, for those of you that don't know, Splice.com uh, is a subscription-based service where they offer hundreds of thousands of beats, uh, instrumental loops, drum samples, and you pay $7.99 a month and you get 100 credits every month to download. Like every every kick sample or, or piano loop is one credit or two credits. Um, and I actually use that website a lot to kind of help myself come up with ideas when I'm feeling stuck, like having writer's block. Um, Splice really helps me out. And 
that particular day that Anchor Me Down came to be, I was looking at Splice and I found this piano riff that I thought sounded really cool. And I'll actually play that underneath my voice while I'm talking right now because it made it to the final version of Anchor Me Down. Um, I thought it sounded really great and I downloaded it and I pulled it into Pro Tools and I made this really electronic sounding beat and I started humming over it and uh, I came up with the I don't wanna know where I'll float to that, that part, the hook, and I, I really liked the way that sounded. So I made a verse and I, I put it all together in a little package and I sent it out to Brad and I can't remember for the life of me if we'd met Chris and John at this point or not. Uh, but I sent it out and the first version of Anchor Me Down, which I'll play for you right now, sounded nothing like the final version that we have on the album. Super electronic. I don't know how to describe it, but I just know that I expected Brad to hate it because a lot of times when I come up with electronic sounding ideas, Brad comes back to me with, I mean, it's cool, but it doesn't sound like a band. So maybe we should write more for, you know, the band. So before I go any further, here's that very first electronic version of Anchor Me Down that I sent to Brad. So there you go. Sounds nothing like it does today, but I actually really still like that version. I have no idea what to do with it, but something about it I've always really liked. But anyway, I would love to get into the lyrics. Um, some songs that we write, especially moving forward, um, a lot of the guys have input now with lyrics. This was pretty early on, and this is one of the two or three songs on the record that lyrically I wrote just by myself. And the anchor aspect of the song, I guess I can just start there. So my family uh, has a history of working on the water. And when I was growing up and just starting to write songs, a lot of my songs were about things that had to do with the water and sailing uh, because my dad's side of the family in particular are all sailors. And my uncle works on boats out in Seattle. And uh, I learned to sail when I was 13 and uh, I'm just really passionate about it. So I like to try to find play on words and, and other things with things that have to do with sailing and with the water uh, and with the beach that I can use in songs. So I don't want to know where I will float to without you to anchor me down. I just thought that was a, you know, a really cool metaphor of like, I'm struggling and here's this person that 
is kind of helping me keep it together. It might not be a a healthy relationship, but uh, I think we've all been in a place where we just feel like we're not really doing okay, but you have that person that's there that kind of pulls you through and, and you start to rely on that person. And I don't know what kind of person I would become if that person left. Uh, so that's the concept of the song. Um, a lot of my songs as well that I write, uh, especially the songs that I wrote in this particular time period were based around addiction. Um, I've got a history of, and I won't go into too much detail here, uh, but I've experienced addiction, not just by myself, but also with close family members. And it's something that I feel really strongly about. And it's a place that I go to for writing a lot because I feel like it's a real place that I can write from and it's a, something that a lot of people deal with um, on a regular basis that I can maybe connect with people about. And so, I don't know, I face the day with the darkness on my shoulder now. When you are stuck in that rut or when you've known a person that's been stuck in that place, so they're struggling with something, wrestling with something every day, uh, you know, you wake up and you just feel like every day has that something's already tainted it you know you're you're fighting so hard to just have a normal day and to you know go out and put your best face on um but yeah that's what i was trying to convey with this song and i was really happy with the way that it came out uh, i'm really happy with the lyrics i also i'm really happy with I, I don't think it sounds like a depressing song you know especially when we play it live which i'll get into in a little bit but um i like writing songs that have a deep meaning but don't necessarily bring you down. You know, this one has a lot of energy and we love opening with it and playing it. So yeah, that's where it came from for me. Um, and if you didn't know that or you haven't ever looked at the lyrics before and you'd like to, I will put them on our website. I was going to leave them in the show notes, but um, I have a character count for the show notes. I'm not sure if I'm doing something wrong or if that's just the way it is, but I definitely ran out of room trying to post the lyrics there. So I will have them on our newly updated website. That's just www.nearlyyork.com. Um, it'll be really easy to find when you go to the website. But anyway, I'd like to move forward to the second half of the podcast and start out by talking about the recording process for Anchor Me Down. After we finished writing the band version of the song, and this happened with all the songs, we went in and, and we wanted to get the rhythm sections down first. So uh, I did a little guitar scratch track with vocals, and then Chris came in with the drums, and uh, Chris's drums went really smooth. I think we got them in the first two or three takes. I know Chris would probably be the first to tell you it's not the... Uh, it's not the hardest song to play on the drums for him. He makes it really easy. He's a great drummer. Um, the best thing about Chris is uh, click or not. You give Chris a tempo and he'll stick to it. So recording in the studio, it's not that difficult for him. I would say, if anything, uh, we had to do a couple takes on drums just to figure out what kind of licks we wanted him to do during the bigger parts. Let's see, what took the longest with Anchor Me Down? The vocals took a while. It took me a while to be happy with the way my voice sounded. Sometimes I felt like it came out too nasally. Sometimes it sounded a little flat. Um, I actually think that the final vocal take sounds nasally compared to the rest of the album. Um, I just feel like I'm singing up here, you know? But uh, I'm working on it, and it is what it is. Um, I think the the hardest part about Anchor Me Down was probably John's guitar part. We really were struggling with finding a tone we were happy with in the beginning and we actually had a take we really liked uh, that 
there was something wrong with the file and we only realized it near the end of the recording process and we were super bummed because we had just kind of found magic the day that he had done the first initial take i don't know if there was a a pop in the track or something, something that I couldn't fix. And we had to go back in and then it took forever, maybe three or four different sessions where John and Brad were in the room for like an hour trying to figure out what guitar sound was going to sound right. Um, And we just couldn't make it fit. So the one that's in there is a combination of like two different takes. At the end of the day, we were just like, all right, we got it as good as we can get it. Let's just move forward. That's the only thing that was too difficult. I really enjoyed adding all of the electronic aspects to the song. Uh, Anchor Me Down has a, a lot of different samples floating around in it, especially in the in the intro. That that big ba ba ba. There's a lot of a lot of different stuff going on. Uh, a couple of samples from Omnisphere, which is an awesome plugin that we got to use a lot for this album. A lot of growling and rumbling. We wanted that that first big hit to just sound enormous. Uh, ton of guitars doubled and like I said since moving around and that was a lot of fun to make and to put together yeah this song came together pretty quick like I said before was the first song that we put together as a band and we came in after we were practicing some covers that we were trying to put together I said why don't we just try to play it and it just came together in a in course of about an hour and a half and I, I actually have that first recording I'll play you a little bit of it right now from that first band session that we put it together um, and it sounds too fast and you know there's a lot of little kinks we hadn't worked out yet we really weren't that great at playing together yet but uh, I know at the time we all thought it was the coolest thing it was, we finally felt like we sounded like a band you know this one right away was the one that kind of gave us the confidence Uh, to say, yeah, we're a band and this is a sound that we're going for that we really like. And you know what, guys, I just realized I'm about out of time. I gave myself a 20-minute time limit for this thing so it doesn't drag on and on. So I'm actually going to play you out with this version of Anchor Me Down from the first time we ever put it together at a band practice. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. Please, uh, if you have any suggestions or comments or you just want to say, hey, I listened, we would love to hear from you. Um, Knowing that somebody's out there listening to this definitely makes it feel worthwhile for me and the guys. Um, especially if you got something out of it. And if you didn't, I'm sorry, but thanks for listening this far, I guess. Um, So I'm going to play you out with this recording. Please stay tuned after the recording's over. I've got like a 20-second message yet for those of you that have listened this far um, about how we're going to be Facebook live streaming the recordings of every future podcast episode that we do, starting with episode two, which is going to be about hiding out. Uh, But here's the recording, and like I said, just stick around to listen to that message. I can show you how to get involved with that so you can catch the next live stream. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just chaos, so I'll pretty much get it every time. <laughs> the chaos king. The chaos king. <laughs>
Hey guys, starting with season one, episode two, we will be live streaming the recordings of all backstage episodes to our Facebook page. These live streams are gonna be a lot of fun, just me and the guys unedited and doing our thing. Plus, we'll be monitoring our comment feed during the live stream and would love to speak with you about anything, whether it's related to that particular episode or not. If you'd like to join us for these live streams, head over to our Facebook page and click Get Started at the top to start a conversation with our Nearly York Messenger bot and sign up to receive your advanced invitations. You can choose either a message notification or email. And don't worry, you can stop notifications at any time if you change your mind. Again, go to Facebook and search for Nearly York to find our band page. Then click the blue Get Started button in the top right hand corner to sign up for your advanced invitations. Thanks a lot. We're really looking forward to talking to you at our next live stream. Love Lucas, Brad, Chris, and John.